Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Durant. Sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> you Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go. <laughs> right. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anas Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say to that. Dunk. Introduce <laughs> yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anas Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Good morning or afternoon or evening, wherever you're listening to this. This is Down to Dunk. Check us out on Dash Radio. You can find us on Daily Thunder, part of the Almighty Baller Podcast World. Anywhere you find us, we are so glad that you have found us and are listening to us today. It is Jay, Taylor, and Andrew here to bring you all that you would ever want to know about off-season NBA. (laughs) Oklahoma City Thunder. But we're going to talk all over the place today. How's everybody doing? Good? I'm feeling mighty funky. Going to talk about some ball. Ball. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm so good. It's Friday. Mm. Can't ruin my Friday. I know. Something ruined my Thursday. I won't allow that to happen. (laughs) Not today. Not today, world. It's Friday. Chris Cor... Chris Cornell died yesterday. <laughs> ruined my Thursday. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, bad. That was pretty sad. I like Soundgarden quite a bit, and Temple the Dog, and Audio Slave. Yeah. All right. So speaking of uh, things that well, maybe don't make us sad, that's all we're going to give him. This week was like the first time I've been excited about what's going on in the NBA, and it's because not the playoffs. It was everything else. Uh, so on um, what was that Tuesday night? We had the draft lottery, which is one of the most like dumb exciting things that the NBA could do because it's kind of funny that they put it into the hands of chance, but I also love it. And it it's kind so of, de- doesn't it deter tanking a little bit? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> Have yeah. you seen the Philadelphia 76ers? That's true. That is true. Yeah. Have you seen the Lakers for two years? So hey, the Lakers got their pick. They did. Because they didn't tank oh. the last five games. Because the lottery gods gave the gave it to him, gave the second pick to them. Oh, so you can tank, but you just gotta try at the did end. Did you not? Did you not hear that? Luke Walton said that. Wait, what? Luke, uh, explain the explain the whole thing. They got their pick, so they were the they had the third right odds, but they got it. the second pick. But they ended up moving up, and Luke Walton owes that to them winning. Going on that five-game win streak, and then the lottery gods having oh, favor that's on hilarious. them because they didn't try to blow it. They didn't try to tank like the Phoenix Suns. I'll tell you what they did out. feel is super nervous going into that. Like you could feel like, and I can't remember who it was. Maybe oh, it's the new GM that talked about how terrified he was about them getting out of the top three. Because if they're out of the top three, they lose. They lose this year's pick. Who do they swap it with? Well, they give it to Philly, and then they lose 2019's pick. That's what I was going to say. The so they lose, yeah, in two years they lose another one. So bonkers. But somehow they saved it. And, they did. Uh, so just to, to round out, the, let's just go top five. If you don't already know, then now you know. I'm very surprised that you wouldn't already know. But Boston gets the number one pick, so they're playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're, they're showing up for the Eastern Conference Finals. They're going to get beaten four games in the Eastern Conference Finals, but they're playing – uh, they're going to get the number one pick. And that's so that's insane. pretty awesome. That's so insane. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then you got the Lakers. Philadelphia got three, which is the fun one. And I know y'all talked about this a little bit, but Philadelphia, that would have been Sacramento's pick. Uh, but because Phil, or because Sacramento got in the top three or something, I can't remember how that thing turned out. Well, they have a pick swap. Yeah. So, I mean, you only miss two spots, so it's not crazy. But uh, I'm sure they'd rather have – Whoever they can get at three, then five. You'd rather have a better pick. Sure. Usually. Uh, then you have Phoenix at four, Sacramento five, Orlando, Minnesota, New York, Dallas, and Sacramento go through the top ten. And so it was a lot of fun. Anything else stand out to you from that? It just, I mean, this really shapes the league. And Boston, the Lakers, and Philly mm-hmm. for like the third year in a row are all in the top three, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a big deal. Those are all, you know, pretty well-run franchises. So, uh I feel bad for Phoenix and Sacramento, but you kind of feel like they would probably screw it up anyways. They'd probably screw it up anyways, and it's kind of good. It's good that the, that more Eastern Conference teams have chance to start building, you know, potential contenders or potentially 
better teams, you yeah. know. So that's good for the future at least. But so I don't care about Phoenix. I don't care about Sacramento. Phoenix is we talked about it a little bit last week. They are absurdly run. Like just some decisions yeah. they made have just made it to where it's like you can't Philadelphia at least like they had a vision. Hinky had yeah. a vision. Mm-hmm. Phoenix it was is crazy. Least, Phoenix has drafted well. I'll give them that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who'd they get? Uh, Enid? Well, Not and they Enid's have Dennis. Year. They got uh, Drag- Devin Booker. Devin Booker was a great pick. They True. got Dragon Bender, Marquise Chris. We don't really know yeah. about those guys. So the issue for me probably is more of the the non draft related decisions. Yeah, the trades and yeah. the signings. So, yeah, that just don't make any sense. Talking about millennials. Yeah. So yeah, what, Phoenix, come on, come on. Um, but yeah, it looks like to me, it looks like it's going to be Markel Fultz at one uh, to Boston, which is going to be awesome for them. I mean, they're going to have more point guards than they need, but you. It's not bad to acquire those assets and move them at some other point. Because right. you have Jalen Brown, you've got Avery Bradley, who's technically kind of more maybe a shooting guard now. He's a shooting guard, yeah, 100%. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, Marcus Smart, and then adding Markel Fultz. But the thing that they're saying about Markel Fultz is that he's the, I mean, by far the best scorer in this draft. He's mm-hmm. a great pick-and-roll uh, point guard. And so they'll be able to run him next to Isaiah, and he's, he's long. He's I think his wingspan dude. was like 6'10". I have... Uh, I have some questions about Go that. ahead. Okay, so now you have you, you got to play Isaiah if they re-sign him, right? Um, you also have to play Avery Bradley. So can you play three guards that are all pretty small? Would you move Avery Bradley to the bench? Or would you move Isaiah to the bench? Or I Markel think, to the bench? Well, I think you start Markel as your like, sixth man. If okay. you're going right. to right. keep this team, keep... Markel is your sixth man. Eventually, right. he's going to start. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, they're going to have to pay Isaiah next summer. Yeah. So are they are they going to give him a max deal? Are they going to let him walk? I have no idea. They have a lot of choices to make. They have a full year, I guess, to kind of make that decision this coming year. Yeah. If they, yeah. Or they can just trade the pick and get Paul mm-hmm. George, Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. somebody th- like that. Now, it's kind of a Twitter question dealing with that specifically, but if you were Danny Ainge... What are you going to do with it? I keep it. And just draft Markel? And yes, just... I draft Markel. I bring him in. That's a that's a pretty normal response for me. I feel like that you usually always lean towards that. Yeah. It, it'd, be hard, it'd be really hard for me not to go after Jimmy Butler. I agree with Especially that. if I'm going to get run out of the Eastern Conference Finals. So you can continue to make the playoffs and be really good and then also be good in like 10 years. Still be like a yeah, really good that's team. That's valid. I'm not very... And if Fultz Fultz is like a James Harden type guy, like some people think he is, yeah, you just keep him. Yeah. Instead of bringing in a guy who's 27 or 28, Mm -hmm. then like your window is more defined. But if you have all these young guys, and you can even, you know, trade Isaiah and trade some other guys and stockpile more picks, just become a younger team and just be like, we're going to wait until LeBron retires and then we're going to rule the East. I could definitely see them trading, trading Isaiah in a couple of years, sign him to a big, a big max and then move him because there, everybody would go after him. Not everybody, but you know, I could see a Nets throwing like all of their picks again for Isaiah Thomas, you know, or trade him at the draft and Mm -hmm. get a lottery pick. Trade him to Philly. Trade him to Phoenix. Right. Trade him yeah. back to Phoenix for their fourth pick. <laughs> hey, you had him be. for six million dollars. Now he's twenty six million dollars. Yeah. Uh, so number no, two, like he'll third, way more. The, he get, he made All NBA team, so he's going to get no because that only. Well, how does that big max work? Is it the only super, for teams that drafted you? I don't know. Okay, I mean, you can. I mean, he can. He could get the super max, like two hundred and seven million or something like that. Which is crazy. That's bonkers. I don't know that you want to pay Isaiah Thomas the Supermax. But, um, yeah. So, number two, you got the Lakers. And without a doubt, they're going to draft Lonzo Ball, right? Yeah. I mean, they should. Okay. So, now we got guard trouble again. D'Angelo gone? Jordan Clarkson gone? I think. I don't know. You can play all three of those guys. Yeah. Russell's big enough to play the two. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think if you if they do want to move, he one, probably though, fits more at the two, two as well. Two, two, two. two as well. I don't know. They they've got to figure it out, but they don't have the Lakers aren't like wow. Aren't we got to figure this to out figure before out. we get to the yeah. conference finals? Like <laughs> right, they, right. Like they've got time. They don't need to. They don't. They don't need to trade any of those guys. Really, right. I the Luol Deng, Mozgov thing is so 
It really hinders them. Your mic is making a lot of noise every time you move. Well, so stop moving mic it. Me, I'll change the cord. So, so and then you have Philadelphia. What they're saying, they're talking about Josh Jackson, the small forward from Kansas. Yeah. Uh, I think I like that. I think that's the position that they kind of they haven't drafted at in that top mm-hmm. three or four range. Josh Jackson is is limited offensively, but he has a ton of upside, a defensive potential. Um, yeah, and that historically, or at least in the mock drafts based on the draft lottery odds, Phoenix was going to get Josh Jackson at the three. Yeah. Um, but it looks like they're going to get Jason Tatum from Duke anyway. And so I don't know. I don't know the difference between the two. Yeah. You don't like Tatum? Ugh. Do you like Tobias Harris? Or even a worse version of Tobias I thought Harris. I liked Tobias Harris. I like the idea of you Tobias like, Harris. You like drafting Tobias Harris at four, though? No. No. You're right. Whenever like you need a franchise guy, I don't know. His game is just, ugh. He's, he's like a less athletic Rudy guy. Man, that is like if you wanted to really label somebody <laughs> with like that high potential. He's <laughs> like Rudy Gay, but like not as good. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he, 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 maybe if he can shoot threes. He's fine, but he's a he's a mid rangey player. He's not a crazy athlete. I don't know. I'm I don't like him. I wouldn't draft him. I wouldn't. But he can score. He can score the ball, and some t- some teams need that. But I I don't know. I don't even know. If, I don't know if he's a four. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk. We'll we'll get into draft stuff more, and then Andrew's on with Zach Harper on Monday, and so be listening to that. You'll talk a lot of the draft then as well. I'm assuming. Oh, only draft. Only draft. Exclusive draft podcast. Next Monday, Zach Harper, True Hoop, the man. Not True Hoop. Yeah, True Hoop's dead. Yeah, True Hoop died. Basketball friends. Basketball friends. Zach Harper. One of my favorite, hands down, my favorite Twitter follows. Yeah, Talk Hoops. He's great. Talk Hoops. Talk Hoops, not True Hoops. Uh, so that's on Monday, so check that out. You'll All the draft stuff you need. Uh, also want to talk just briefly about the All-NBA uh, awards, I guess you would call it, that came out here yesterday. So what are you guys' thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> Russ is on the All-NBA First Team, which yeah. is great. That's he got, awesome. He got what he deserved. You're just moving your mic a lot. I think that's what it is. Is it this? No, it's you just <laughs> moving your mic. When has that ever um, done anything? Today. Um, so Russ made the All-NBA First Team, well-deserved. Glad people didn't mess that up. And I think the real story is Paul George and Gordon Hayward yeah. not um, being on any of these teams. And there's a few guys that you could look at and be like, oh, why did – like DeMar DeRozan. That's exactly – that's the first person I was going to call out. He's the guy that you're like, really? He gets so much so, credit. But, but real question, DeMar DeRozan is at the guard position. So wouldn't you have to replace either Jimmy Butler or Draymond? Well, the argument for with yeah, Gordon yeah, yeah, or yeah. Paul George, yeah, yeah, you would. The argument for DeRozan would be Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul probably should be there mm-hmm. over Demar or Clay Thompson or Clay Thompson. Or Clay, yeah, Clay Thompson's averaging like fourteen points in the playoffs. Well, that's okay. Demar Derozan scored like four points in one of the playoff games. I don't know, but I'm but that's it's not. You're right. It's just a regular season award number one sharing of. The ball, like that's why, not, yeah. Just not Which is why I still think, I still think at some point, if there's anybody that leaves the Warriors, it'll be Clay. Right, he's the he was the guy that beat OKC. The only reason they w- they wouldn't be in this position at all if not for him. He was, and now he's like he is fourth he, wheel. I mean, he is like the Robert Ori of this team. He has always been the failsafe for that team. Whenever they've gotten into trouble, it's always been Clay is okay. Good, Clay's here. He can just go off and score all these points. Or all of a sudden, Clay is is yeah. hitting six of eight from three. Also, the only warrior that I like. Yeah, yeah. same. He cracks me up, man. His yeah. interview against the Jazz when he was just like, "Oh, I don't know what, what are we talking about." <laughs> He's I'm gonna great. go drink a Bud Light. <laughs> um, DeAndre Jordan was also kind of a strange pick for me. He had a fine season, yeah. but he doesn't. He didn't scream All NBA to me. How I, do you feel about? Are you totally okay with Anthony Davis first team? See, that's and that's where I'm like. So if you're going to give Anthony Davis the first team vote, then why doesn't Towns make your third team? Yeah, because those are both like teams that didn't make the playoffs. 
but incredible stats. Like the numbers are just insane. I think I think the better way to do it though, it, the All Star game is just going front court, back court, right? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that. So that, why don't you just get rid of the center position, which is a dying position anyway, and just make it? It's dying, but there's a lot of good centers. There are, but there's but. I, I mean, but Anthony Davis, them, I've been arguing from the beginning, I think Anthony Davis is more of a power forward anyway. Yeah. Now he's playing with the legitimate center. Yeah, make them earn it. Yeah, so just put all your front court players in there and all your back court players. Then maybe make it six. Yeah. To where you have three well, guards and three forwards. And then Paul George and Gordon Hayward yeah. have a better chance exactly. of making it. And they now, deserve it. They were, Paul, they were both really good this year. Right. And now if they switch teams... With the switching teams and losing the Supermax, they lose like $70 million. It's crazy. So it's... Now, but if they don't switch teams and they go, I guess for they're both, well, Gordon's an unrestricted this year, they right? They still lose like $30 million yeah. or something like that. That's crazy. Staying with their team. And that's a, is that a media vote? Yeah, it's the, yeah. Media so I don't know vote. who else should vote. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. Like, I think media knows as much about the entire league as anybody. Yeah, I think you're right. I think... Something that would fix it is taking the center position out. You just do bigs and smalls. Bigs and smalls. And I think you – I know that the five is – I'm going to kill your dog. <laughs> five, is the, five is the reason. Yeah. Five is the reason, you know, we have five players on a basketball court. There's five players. But just to make it even, because then you have two guards and three forward positions, mm-hmm. you know, and so you're also back to where it's kind of unfair, but whatever. Uh, so other players receiving votes. You have Carl Anthony Towns, which is who's right there. So think about that as a second year guy that almost made the All NBA. He's right on the team. He's so That's good. insane. I know. Uh, Marcus Saul, Demarcus Cousins. Um, obviously the trade didn't help that. Paul George, Gord, Gorgman, uh, Hassan. Anyway, so I, I mean it was just a uh, Hassan. Hassan. <laughs> the Paul George thing surprised me a little bit. It really did. Um, especially considering how much people were talking about it all year. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I am don't want to be the guy who doesn't vote for him all NBA and then cost this guy money. Like, a lot of people talked like Except that. Except for I'm not going to vote for him. <laughs> That's how I feel. I was like, no one even gave him, like, pity votes? or Like, it's so, you know what I mean? Like, everyone talked so much about it. Why didn't you just pay, I heard this idea from Mike Prada, why don't he just pay every media member ten grand to vote for him? Just under the table. Yeah. Here's ten grand. Go ahead and just vote for me. I mean, cost him like a hundred thousand dollars, something like that, versus thirty million, and then seventy million. <laughs> then he know. gets mm-hmm. upwards of seventy million dollars. So, so who would you leave off though for Paul George? I uh, the I think if you're going to go the center thing, I think you leave DeAndre off for it. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty simple. I don't. I mean, you have to make a tough choice though. Like, are you taking off Draymond? Right. Are you taking off Jimmy Butler? Mm-hmm. Are you taking off Giannis? I mean, Kevin Durant, I'd be glad to take him off for sure. multiple, multiple reasons. I mean, he was <laughs> injured for he a He missed 20 chunk. games. Yeah, but he made he a really, was really good before that. Yeah, he's so dumb. So dumb. Hope he's enjoying this, though. Yeah, this should be fun for him. Yeah. It's fun, just, it's fun for us to watch it, really. Fun for everybody. I tried. Yeah, don't try. Yeah, it was game two. Yeah. Actually, I watched game one. I it's, watched almost all of game one. It's predetermined, though. Ever just pop my elbow like a okay. oh, wow. old man. Okay, Calvin. <laughs> it is predetermined. You know what's not predetermined? Hmm. Well, that's not even a our good lives. segue. Yeah, our lives. Free but, will, baby. But you Free know will what, 2017. <laughs> but you know what is predetermined? What? What's going on at Anthem this weekend? Ooh. Right. If you don't know this by now, we are huge fans of Anthem Brewery. We are sponsored by Anthem Brewery. They are our friends, and we also enjoy their beverages. And they've got a lot going on, and uh, one of them is that it's a barrel-aged tap takeover in the tap room this Ooh. weekend. So archive barrel-aged uh, beers all over the place. So come be a part of that. They have a rock, paper, scissors tournament at Slaughter's Hall, which is a place here, I'm assuming. You've been to Slaughter's Hall? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never been. I haven't been. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure it's cool, though. Go. Play I rock, paper, great. scissors there. We're not sponsored by them. I'm not worried about it. Uh, and then the Lost Ogle anniversary party is in the tap room on Saturday. If you're from Oklahoma City or from Oklahoma, you should be familiar with the Lost Ogle. Uh, they're having an anniversary party in the tap room on Saturday, so you want to come be a part of that. But also, something I didn't know, it's Craft Beer Week in Oklahoma City. Oh. So why not go partake at the tap room? It's a why cra- not go partake? Go to the it tap room. It felt like Luke was here for a I know, split I was trying second. to. That's good. Harness. 
Rest in peace, Luke. Uh, Rest in peace, baby. And then there also there's a Saints uh, Saint Anthony Hospital has a brew fest tonight. Anthem will be there as well. But whatever you do, find some time this week if you partake in the adult beverages to find yourself with an Anthem Pilsner, a Golden One, an IPA, an Ouroboros Stout, Arjuna, 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 or go get one of those barrel aged from the tap room. You yeah. will not regret it. And that Saint Anthony's event, all you do is you just show up to the hospital. And you just walk around and go into every yeah. room, and yeah. there's like different beer in there. So you yeah. have to. So yeah, you just kind of drink. It's just like beer everywhere around the hospital. So just go. Everyone go to the hospital. So the confusing thing though is like every other room is a patient. Yeah. Which yeah. will drink? They will drink with you. They're, yeah, they're not supposed to. All of them. No, they transferred out everyone that won't drink at this event. So yeah, <laughs> you've got them in a storage hospital. facility. Yeah, <laughs> they the put week. them in the basement. <laughs> they're all in the tap room. They're all in the tap room. <laughs> so they've just traded spaces. It's yeah. very. It's kind of weird, and it's probably unhealthy. But you know, it's craft beer week in Oklahoma yeah. City. So and if you go and like you like if the people who work at the hospital are acting like they don't know what you're talking about, it's all part of the game. Just keep walking around, just laugh and blow them yeah, up and but drink. One, one of the things is you're not supposed to ask for beer um, explicitly. You're supposed to say, "Can I? Where are the goods?" Yeah, and like in a whisper and like out the side of your mouth. I can't tell if you guys are making this up or if this is real. This is real. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. It's in the ballroom, which is on the. North side of the or south side of their facility there, so do also, not, okay. do not go. Do not also, go you hospital. have to be naked. You can't be wearing clothing. Yeah. Totally shirtless. You have to walk into the hospital <laughs> naked. You guys, you guys took the joke like too far to where it was. <laughs> the lines were blurred. Oh. No, no. There, there are people at the hospital now. They're watching Periscope. <laughs> they've walked there. They're asking for the goods, and they've been arrested already. <laughs> yeah. People looking for narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> Where the goods, nurse? <laughs> Where the goods? <laughs> Sir, you're naked. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what's boy. never over the line, though? Hmm. Twitter questions. Twitter questions. That's not true, but we'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> we'll never ahead. ever over the line. Oh, come on, drop. Twitter questions. Oh. Sorry. That took a long time. <laughs> That's all right. First Twitter questions from at Caleb underscore Jones underscore. If the Thunder had the number one pick in this year's draft, who would Presti take? I think more than most GMs, he mixes BPA with fit really well. Best player available. Yep. Uh, they gotta take I got that as I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got to take Marco Fultz. Absolutely. You have to take him. And just like with Boston, I think that he can come off the bench to start with and he can play next to Russ easily. Uh, I don't even want to dream about this anymore because yeah. it's, it's not happening. The only but, way you're getting that is to get rid of Russ. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you take faults. I, yeah. don't, I don't think that there's anybody else there that you want to reach for unless you like Lonzo Ball better. But I would some, some people do, but I I don't see that. So well, I mean, unless the only way you would go different is if you were going fit exclusively, like. Then you got a Jack Josh Jackson, but I, he's not a number one pick. In my no, mind. no, 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 no. He can't. Sh- he hasn't shown the ability to shoot. Yeah. No. So, so, yeah. No. There's n- there's nobody else. Yeah. Here's the thing about Zoe. If you take Lonzo Ball, you get the ZO2 Oklahoma City editions. So, so here's the deal. If OKC took Lonzo Ball, I think that we'd be in line for our first time in a long time a player not reporting to a team. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And him saying, like, sorry, you have to trade him to the Lakers. Like, you don't have a choice in this. Sorry, he's not coming. Talk about predetermined. <laughs> he's not going to play for I, you. But I, I don't think Oklahoma City would even sniff Lonzo Ball. No, they would get if, – if they ever got the hint that someone isn't going to go to OKC, I'm not, like, I just I'm think, not even going to worry about it. Well, or they just hold the Lakers hostage. Yep. Mm. What do you want? Give it to us. We right? want Timothy Moskov and Lou Alden. <laughs> Give them both $80 million. Uh <laughs> I just don't think – I think that that stuff, that, that peripheral stuff with his dad, is absolutely would be a deterrent to Oklahoma City. Yeah, I'm glad they don't have to make that choice. Yeah, they would never – They would. I'm not even question that they would take not take Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. They would skip him if he was there. Which kind of sucks because we don't know that – I mean, this is his dad. Sucks for him. It does. Or does it? Or, I mean, he is selling $500 shoes. <laughs> Next question at – Reek baller, wreck baller, wreck baller, reek baller, reek baller. That would be two e's. Farts up and down the court. <laughs> why does he o- reeks? 
Why does OKC need to use pick? The timeline for this pick doesn't fit for Russ. It's going to be two to three years until the pick can contribute. I've asked this question. This has been the same question that's been asked for like the last five years, basically. And the 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 deal is that you need to use this pick because this could be a role player and the contract is just so cheap and you can control them for like basically the next eight years. Mm-hmm. And so if you can get a guy that you can control staying in OKC, they don't they don't really have a choice when it comes to a lot of it. So unless they just demand a trade or they're just a big jerk like Reggie Jackson. Um, you get to keep them low salary, and if you have a guy like that that's contributing within the first four years, I mean, you can't beat that value. You just can't. So that's why they keep the pick. I'd also say that that timeline is a little short. I think Oklahoma City's timeline is more 4-5. Yeah. I know that Russ is going to be in his 30s by the time that 4-5, but I think – 31, 32-year-old Russ is going to be, I don't know, kind of, I mean, be, I think he'll be probably winding down physically, athletically, but I think he'll be still a really good player. But that the reason I say four to five is because if you're going to take that question kind of backwards, then mm-hmm. Abrinas, Sabonis, Jeremy Grant, right. all, like all those dudes are super young. They don't fit the quote, Even quote, Adams timeline. and Vic are still on an yeah, earlier timeline. I mean, basically the whole team doesn't fit Russ's yeah. <laughs> If your timeline's two to three years. Quote, unquote, timeline. But I think three to four to five you're going to see all of those guys in in close to their prime and Russ yeah. kind of falling out. But I think they'll be a way better team. I think this team in three years is going to be really good. They should be. Now, will they, I don't think they'll be able to beat the Warriors if they don't ever switch who they are or change who they are. But I think they're going to be really good. Yeah, they've got a, they've got a chance to be really good. And it goes back to that, what we've been talking about, and we will continue to talk about. This is the canter of this summer. You know, you remember, was it two years ago where we had all the canter conversations or was it last year? Either way. But no, last year was dominated by whatever that other guy. So two years ago we had Ennis Cantor and it was like every freaking podcast we talked about Ennis Cantor. It's going to be every podcast this summer that we're talking about internal development. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest change for OKC is that these guys are going to get better. And so it's boring. It's not, it's not what Flashy. people want to hear, but it's. I mean, it's that's that's what it's going to be. And so, before before the season was over, though, I think we were talking, and a lot of OKC people were talking about. No, Sam Presti is going to go. He's going to do some things this off season that we haven't expected or he's, haven't seen before. He's got, they're going to try to reshape the roster. I think some of yeah. it's going to. They're going to let Todd Gibson go, most likely. They're going to try to bring in shooting, and they're going to try to make a trade for shooting. Um, your options are pretty limited right? when it comes to those yeah. things. So and that's what makes it tough. You know, and I think that – so the big – the way you re, reshape it, I think this is where the – not conflict, but where that kind of tension exists is the fact that for us, we think – like for the fan, the common fan, you think the only way you're reshaping this roster in a way that can compete immediately is to sign Jimmy Butler, to get Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the truth is, is there's guys – there's a backup point guard that immediately makes this team with two to three wins better. Yeah. There's if you can get a CJ Miles, which is a name that Andrews brought up, maybe a little too expensive for the exceptions we have, but but somebody like that who we know Sam has had past interest in, who immediately improves your your second unit. Right. If you can move Cantor, and it doesn't have to be something flashy, but you can get up to the ten for for Sacramento, and you can maybe if OG his knee is too bad and they don't want to take the risk on that, if they get a Donovan Mitchell. And he, you know, like there's, there's, it's going to be smaller moves and the internal development that ended up making this team uh, into a three seed, four seed, maybe probably not two seed, but, but kind of in that realm in the next few years. Yeah. And I just think all the guys that are on the team right now, aside from Nick Collison and Kyle Singler, are going to get better. Yeah. And Samaj. I don't know that Samaj can be better. Oh, come on. He's going to be a knockdown three-point shooter next year. <laughs> All right, next question from at Ham Solens. Percentage of Thunder acquiring – percentage chance of Thunder acquiring a second-round pick, and who are they taking? My hot take are 90%. He thinks there's 90% chance they're going to get a second-round pick. And then he says Jordan Bell, Derek White, or Samai Ojale. Um, I like Derek White a lot. Tell right. me about him. Uh, he's a – He's kind of a combo guard. He played for Colorado. 
He's big. He could play next to Russ. He could play next to Vic. He could play with Abrinas. He can pass a little bit. He can score. Uh, the only thing that gives you pause is that he's a fifth-year senior, and he's like 23 years old. So and, the, he, and he looks like Andre Robertson in the face a little bit. He does, but I will say this, though. Colorado like, guy. Sometimes know, when you weird. look at these – so he's 22 – I just think if you're looking for guys that fit more of that timeline, you're probably looking at a little older guys, maybe. Yeah, I, and that's why I think older boys gives you pause because, like, if you have him for eight years, by the time he's done with the second contract, he's thirty, yeah. thirty-one. Yeah. Um, but if but, he can contribute right off the bat, plus it's yeah. a second, it's a second round pick, and his second, yeah, he's a second rounder, and you can try to give him like the hinky special where you try to lock him up. We'll give you a. A four-year, I don't know, one and twelve a half, yeah. twelve million dollar deal. Yeah, and then you just lock him up. Yeah, uh, I, I love, love that Hinky isn't even a GM anymore, and we talk about he, him just as much, like every, everyone does. He's every, not just us. every every time for the draft, infamous. every time Philadelphia gets these top three picks, like there's another owner out there, like of the Magic, that is thinking, huh? Maybe I need to bring yeah. in Hinky. And have him just blow this thing well, up. Well, I mean, he impacted this draft. Mm-hmm. Their the pick, stock the, picks, the pick swap didn't happen if it wasn't for Hinky, which is yeah. crazy. So, and this, I think, if you, especially if you see Philadelphia in the next few years kind of take those steps that looks like they're going to. Yeah. Anyway, Sam Hinky will be back in. Rest in peace, I, Hinky. I am, I am probably over the top in on Samai Ojale. Ojale. Shimmy. Shimmy Ojale. So if you don't know uh, him, he just searched for my Draft Express. And it's weird to say this, but the real reason that I'm so excited about him is because he is gigantic. He's a big dude. Uh, and not eight like... foot three. Yeah, he is, he is Point eight guard. feet tall. No, he is just thick, man. He's a thick daddy. So he's 235, 6'7". He's a, he can kind of guard, it looks like in my mind, and kind of some of the film I watched on him, is that he can guard uh, almost all the way from twos down to fives. For modern-day fives, he can at least be a nuisance enough. Uh, but the knock against him, which is why I think he's okay as a second-round pick, uh, is the fact that he doesn't have a lot of actual basketball IQ. Um, and that's problematic for a team that's filled with a bunch of people with very low basketball IQs. And so, mm-hmm. but as a, as a second round pick, I think it'd be worth taking a flyer on him. Yeah, it could be a it could be like a surge. He could be. It'd yeah, be, I mean, yeah, he's. I don't know what he is. He's not surge. No, but like that guy you take. Sorry, yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I'm an idiot. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I mean, if you can get a second round pick, you can buy one, and you just want to put him on the blue. That's fine. I don't think he, he he's not coming on this team next year and playing mm-hmm. big minutes for the Thunder or no. any minutes for the Thunder. Like that's not happening. But if you want to bring him in and have him play for the Blue, that's fine. That's where he could see um, White coming in and like he could contribute like right away. Uh, but I don't, I don't see Ojale being ready. I, I think that I don't know. He's he's very Josh Houstisy, right? Like he's yeah. a big dude. Athletic, yeah. Potential. I mean, he's like twice the thickness, though, of Eustace. He's a, <laughs> Eustace is a thicker daddy than what people think. I saw him at the garage, man. He's a big dude. He, he's not that thick. He wasn't pumped up at the garage. Oh, yeah, he's probably he probably relaxed. Oh, he wasn't in the parking lot <laughs> yeah, putting the he curls wasn't in. Pumped up. Ojale is big, though. He's a big. But guy. I don't. I just hope that they'll play Josh Eustace next year. He's. I do too, man. Give him a shot. Get rid of Singler, please. So Derek, Derek White, basically what I'm getting from you is he's Damian Lillard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I cool. I think we should take him with the second round pick. I think that he could be this draft's Malcolm Brogdon. I'm totally great with that. Yeah. I don't know that he'll be as good as Malcolm Brogdon, but I'm just saying like he's like that That's guy the potential. that he's older. Yeah. He can come in and play right away. Uh, but he's rising up draft boards God. as we speak. I he was like had Malcolm Brogdon. He was like in the forties last week, and he's up to like thirty-one right now. Yeah. He, could, he could be taken in the first round. And but, he spells his first name. I mean, Derek, at that like point, if, if OKC stays at twenty-one, I mean, would you rather have him or a Jawan? I'd rather have Derek White. Yeah, just fit wise. Right? Just fit wise. That's all it is. Not skill or ability. Right. 
so Jordan Bell, the other guy's talking about Oregon uh, junior power forward coming out. Doesn't do a lot for me because he's not a stretch power forward. And the Thunder don't need a power forward. Mm-mm. No. Even he, if Taj leaves, they don't need a power forward. Yeah, they do not. So there's nothing from his statistics. He's pretty long, but other than that, yeah, athletic, I guess, but that's fine. I'm not a huge, huge fan. Yeah, me neither. Thanks for the question. Love talking draft. Remember Monday, Zach Harper. That's the one you want to really tune into. Next Twitter question, at Shannon Z. Ward. Thoughts on Mario Chalmers as backup point guard would be super cheap, shoots threes, defends well, and could play well next to Russ and Cantor. So we talked about this a little bit whenever they were looking to acquire a point guard, and there's, I think there's a reason nobody got Mario Chalmers. Yeah. He had a knee injury, uh, blew his knee out a couple of years ago, and hasn't really been back in the league since. Yeah, Norris Cole got back in the league before Mario Chalmers. That that tells me a lot about uh, Mario that's Chalmers. Also, Sam Presti's fault. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're saying. I'm just you joking. Know what I'm, saying. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, I I like the idea of Mario Chalmers, mm-hmm. but teams brought him in. If he was the Mario Chalmers that he was in Memphis before he uh, blew his Achilles, then great. Yeah, was it Achilles? Sorry, he yeah. would have been on the Cavs, right? Yeah, just to get yelled at by LeBron. Exactly. LeBron needs. But instead, they went with Darren Williams. Yeah, and that's good. But I'm just saying that if that was – he'd be on a team. Yeah, yeah, yes. you're right. I think yeah. I, I he totally would have been on a team. That. And I don't know. Te- teams have moved on from him. So I, I like the idea of him. If he is the guy that he was, then yeah, of course. And even still, he's probably an upgrade over what the Thunder had at the end of the season, even if yeah. he's like comes in and like one of his legs is a wheel. like He'd still probably be better <laughs> than those guys. Be cool. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. Be really cool to watch. All right. Next Twitter questions from Lil Bit seventy seven. What commercials or infomer? This is a great question. Uh, what commercials or infomer- infomercials should each Thunder player be in? Example: Singler as the Sham Wow guy, Adams as the Shake Weight guy. So I could only think of one thing, and I could, could not stop thinking about it. And it's Sam Presti repping the Snuggie. Oh, okay. So here's his commercial for the Snuggie. Okay. There's not a true finish line when striving for excellence. Just like the Snuggie, when worn correctly, never ends. <laughs> Success is not linear, but the stitching in this high-quality blanket sleeve, blanket with sleeves is. <laughs> labor conquers all things, and this is the state motto of Oklahoma. But after labor conquers, you can relax well in a Snuggie. Snuggie. The cement is not yet dry on the identity of your nap. Oh, that's wow. good. Wow. That's good. I Taylor, would not you get buy a I would not buy a Snuggie. <laughs> it's not a very good infomercial. Uh, you guys know what the bacon bowl is? Yes. You know what the bacon bowl is, Jay? So ba- literally all it is is like a mold of, I don't know, upside down cups. Right. And you just wrap bacon around it and mm-hmm. cook it in the oven. And then you have like... Bowls that are made out of bacon. Yeah. And you fill it with like whatever you want, like eggs or meat, more meat or <laughs> more bacon. Yeah. So that's the bacon bowl. And the person I'm giving that to um, is Dion for sure, <laughs> but he's not, not on, on the team. team. That's all right. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I think everyone likes the bacon bowl. Yeah. Who's you, a bacon bowl man? Who's a bacon I bowl? That's really you tried to think about That's it. for you to decide. I know, but I want you guys to help me talk about I it. I couldn't think of one that I thought would be like more related to somebody's personality or their skills. And so I just kept thinking about like who I want to watch in a commercial. And I just can't stop thinking about like Ennis Cantor doing the commercial for that flex seal stuff. Where yeah. they like spray. Yeah. Puts, we put a screen door in the bottom of this boat and then use flex seal to seal it up. And then Cantor's just like floating in the middle of this <laughs> pond with a flex sealed boat. He'd be so impressed by flex seal. <laughs> I mean, he would. Mind he would be blown. It's like we put a hole in this. Now it doesn't have a hole. <laughs> Fix your gutters. Anyway, I just think Cantor. He kind of does commercials on YouTube. He has a YouTube channel where he does all yeah. these cooking things. And if you haven't yeah. watched those, okay. Well, then that's that. the Bacon Bowman. Yeah. Or no, the- he can't. He can't. No, he can't eat. He bacon. can't eat pork. But he no, could he be the guy that does that. They have this like copper plate thing like copper sheet that you lay on top of your grill and it helps you cook your meats and veggies a little better maybe that's him maybe that's him uh i was gonna i was gonna talk about turkey uh, bacon special pan turkey, turkey bacon he can eat turkey bacon turkey bacon bowl 
Oh, turkey bacon with turkey. the Turkish <gasps> anise. Oh, I just gave it to you. I'll Here you go. Holy yeah. moly. Thank you. That's so good. <laughs> thank you so much. You've, you've heard about the normal bacon bowl. Well, this is the turkey bacon bowl. Can't eat pork. I'm Ennis Cantor. <laughs> this is Ennis Cantor. This and is this a- is a turkey bacon bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I think so, a little bit. Next question, at D underscore Hunt 08. I like the idea of getting the 10th pick and Willie Cauley Stein. Do you think Malik Monk would be there? Do you like him on this team or see him? At, I, he says he sees him as an athletic Dion. I don't know how you can get more athletic than Dion, but that's <laughs> you can't. Impossible. You can't. Uh, I don't think Malik Monk will be there, uh, but I like him. He can score the basketball, but the Thunder don't really need a guy at that position. Um, but I like him. But I, I, he's just not a fit for the Thunder. The Thunder need they need a wing if they're going to draft at that spot, or they need Donovan Mitchell who can play backup point. Um, a little bit better than Malik Monk. So I but I don't know. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I wouldn't be upset if they drafted Monk, but I'd rather have um OG. Yeah. You and you would take OG over Donovan, right? Just for yeah. fit right now. Because right? they're almost similar. I mean they're at the same kind of spot. Yeah, they'll be they should both be there. Um but I would take OG. Because yeah. I think the upside there there's there's a ton of upside and if his his floor is basically Robertson. Yeah. And but OG, have they released any more information on his knee? I don't know. I think he, he's going to be fine. I don't know how much he'll play this next season. But Maybe I think December before I, he's healthy. I think he's going to. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when. I mean, he may not play the whole season. I have no idea. I mean, he may be ready for training camp, or he may be ready for next year's training camp. I have no clue. So OG one Kenoji, OG one Kenoji. Pretty good. Kenoji, Kenoji. All right, next question, at Ryan underscore Eller. If you could vacation with Steven Adams and Nick Collison, where would you want to go? Or with Cantor, what would you want to experience? Italy. I'm going to Italy with, with yeah. Adams and Collison. Italy? Very specifically, when I close my eyes and I think about those two men and <laughs> vacationing with them. Sitting yeah. It's in Italy. It's more. really it's eating a lot of food and just like bugging out about food. And then drinking wine in like a, I don't know the countryside of Italy. Here's <laughs> this is weird, but this is what I would want. So I want to go on some kind of like adventure where there would be like high intensity involved. Mm. Because when you're like in a high intensity environment with somebody, like you grow closer with them True. through the process. So you're like amazing, so, amazing race, amazing with race. Ask with yes, like uh. in like the. African jungle, and we're just like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. And like, they have to protect me from things. And then, like, <laughs> years later, we're like friends, and be like, Remember when I protected you from that boa constrictor? I'm like, Oh man, that was crazy. I almost died. That could go really well or really poorly for your future relationship, though. Because in a competition setting, like, what if, what if you're awful? What if you're the reason that they do? No, 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 really we're badly? not, no, no, but I'm not saying that we go on the amazing race, I'm saying that. It's like that style of vacation okay. where we so have you to like do like your it, own <laughs> adventures. <up>. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just want to be friends, like actual real friends. Because I, I think that we could go to the beach together or go to Italy or go to something like that. And they'd be like, hey, uh, here's this guy that's with us. Yeah. You're like a make no a wish. And I'm like, hey. So two things. Yes, adventures brings you closer together. Also, alcohol brings people close <laughs> together for a long time. That's true. Jay, you can't deny it. That's high emotion. So Andrew is just like, all right, guys, let's go to the jungle. All right, cool. And Andrew's like, all right, guys, we have to get in the Nile or, or the uh, Amazon River, and we have to bounce these baskets on our head, and they're full of fish, and, we, and if they fall off our heads, we get eaten by, I don't know, piranhas. Yeah. And let's go. We'd grow much closer yeah. through that. I would probably, and this is just a weird cop-out, I would love to go to New Zealand with Stephen Adams, though. I've never been in New Zealand. I think it's like one yeah. of the places I have to go before I die. Taylor lived there, so he doesn't care anymore. It was amazing. It was amazing. And he he loves New Zealand, and he would love to talk to you only about food in New Zealand. I wonder, is there part of you, though? And I know it's part of the Thunder brand, and I was asking – I just was thinking this question yesterday because I think Adams' development over this next two or three months is really, really important for this team. Oh, He's yeah. got to be better next year than he was this year. Sure. Um, and I wonder, like, is there part of it where the team wants him, would want him to be here more? 
Me, maybe. And I don't know if they go about even having those conversations. They love – I mean, they went with them to New Zealand last year. I think some of the coaches went again this year to New Zealand. Yeah. Or will go to New Zealand. Yeah, so there I, is part of that. Um, yeah, but you don't – I mean, I don't know. I think the, the time off is important, too. Sure. To get away, to then come back refreshed and be like, hey, Stephen, we need you to be more. Yeah. We need you to set mm-hmm. more screens. We need you to be more involved. I, we need you to I, take more shots. And I'll still say this, and Fred said it on one of his pods, is I think that Russ is a lot of the reason Stephen wasn't better this year. I don't think Russ – Fred said it. I don't think Russ makes Stephen – made Stephen better this year. Yeah. I remember him saying that. I agree to an extent. Sure. But some of it's just like the invo- his involvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even just setting a screen for Russ. Like, why didn't that happen more? Sure. Is that, I don't think, that, some of I don't think that that's guess, Russell yeah. necessarily, but that he just needs to be more involved overall because he can do more than what he's shown. And some of it is that they didn't give him an opportunity to run anything out of like the mid post where he can pass or, you know, make decisions. They need to, the Thunder decided that there were only two guys that they trusted with the ball this season. And it was Russ and it was Ennis Cantor. And Samaj. And some three, three and that was it, right? I mean, yeah. they didn't give anybody else really a chance, and maybe that's the right thing to do. Maybe, maybe Oladipo's not ready, is not fit to make those decisions. I don't know. I think they should have still given him a shot. Uh, maybe Adams isn't fit to make those decisions, but I s- still err on the side of like, let's try to develop these guys. But he's games been a good passer well. in the past. It's the fact that he can't. He's not aggressive scoring enough when he's posted up. So like. Yeah, but he doesn't draw double teams, you know. Yeah, yeah we don't, true. and we don't need him to draw doubles. We just need him to. We just need someone else to be able to make a decision because there's other doubles that can be drawn. Right, Russell sure. Westbrook is right. going to draw the attention yeah, of more than one defender. Get guys moving, like where Abrinas is at his best, and it seems like maybe where Vic is at his best, where he can get somebody trying to collapse back, you know, or, or fall back yeah. to him. That's where, and this is where I see Sabonis coming in, and if they. If he plays like some backup center, then he can do what Cantor was doing, you know, in February with his passing out of the post. Yeah. And he could score in the post too. So mm-hmm. I I'm hopeful that he can do mm-hmm. that. And that's where like if you do lose NS and you get a draft pick or they do get OG and you know he can't play, then you're not losing a hundred percent of everything. So all right. This next question brings up one of our favorite sections. This is from at D underscore Ray. And this is a Celtics blown out in the Eastern Conference Finals. What if? You know, they're oh, they were blown out in the Eastern Conference Finals game one. You're Danny Ainge. What are you trading the number one pick for so the Celtics can win next year? We're going to the trade machine. We've been taken to the trade machine. Uh, we miss you, Luke. I'm going to be Danny Ainge. So there's the trades, obviously. Paul George, Jimmy Butler. Like yep. those, like those are obvious. Everybody talks about them all the time. I'm going to bring up a couple that um, that are not. All right. Let's do quite it. Quite common. Uh, you're going to be Sam Presti's. Oh, okay. Uh, ring, ring, ring. Hello. Ring. Danny Ainge. Hello, Danny. <sighs> hey, man. I'm having a good time over over here. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like it. Can I, hey, really good off season and a really good uh, postseason. I mean, thanks. Pretty proud. You probably should have lost in the first round if Rajon Rondo didn't get hurt. But other than that, great job. You know, it's it's not all up to me. <laughs> all right, what can I do for you, Danny? So we just acquired the number one pick, and I just want to gauge your interest on such a trade: Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Terry Brochier, and the number one pick in the upcoming draft for Russell Westbrook and Jeremy Grant. I mean... Don't do it. I just, Don't I just, do I just, it. I just want to see. I I'd probably wanna... do that. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Thanks. I know nobody wants to trade Russell Westbrook. On to the finals! <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> on to the finals. Hold on. It's not. It, I don't think Boston. Russ that. isn't asking to be traded right now. I don't know. You'd make that trade, man. Man, that is. And Russ isn't even asking to leave. So all of those conversations we had about Boston earlier, yeah. all of them, where you're building for in five years, you're going to have 
potentially Markel Fultz, Jalen Brown, both high potential guys. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo, Steven Adams. Steven Adams. I mean, so you, you'll have the youngest core of really good players in the NBA. They'll have re-signed Kyle Singler by that point. Yeah, for that 10 to $15 million a year range. I just think it's a bonus. Here's the deal: is the Thunder with that squad probably suck the next two years? Yeah, and they get they get another pick. Then, well, get, actually, they've traded that one, unless it's, it's protect, protected. It's yeah, protected. So it'll be protected. But yeah. I just think it'd be hard not to do that. It would be hard for me not to do that. I don't think Sam's going to do it. No, he's not. Uh, but I think for me, that is a ton of potential for the next five to ten years. Plus, you have a bunch of pieces you can move around if you need to. You can adjust and i mean i don't know i just think you got resources to go get more picks yeah and that's why when alex alex got kind of railed for this last year by me but when russ was not like when everybody didn't know if he's going to sign his extension and we talked about the potential of trading russ and everybody's like no because we're all super emotional i think that was a real thing and if and if he doesn't sign this max extension this year i think these conversations are going to get very very real yeah they will He's going to sign it. I think so, too. But I also thought Kevin Durant was staying. Moving on. True that. Uh, okay. John Hammond. Want to be John Hammond? I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Hello, this is John Hammond. Oh. Hi. I'm really into the theater. Oh. <laughs> In your off-season mode, I see, John. Mm-hmm. Okay. Constantly drunk and singing. <laughs> oh, weird. Okay, I have an idea I want to run by you. We just acquired okay. the number one pick. We'll trade you the number one pick, Markel Fultz. And Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier for Giannis Antetokounmpo. No goodbye. <laughs> no way. I don't, I, I'm never someone, though, who will trade... Something I know for something that, well, this could be really good. Imagine three years later when you have all three of these guys instead of this one. I'm just never that. Yeah. I always go for That's what valid. I know. But Giannis yeah. is also, what's he, 23, 22? Yeah, he's so young. He's younger than that. I'm pretty sure. And he made his second. He's the second team all NBA as a 22-year-old. Yeah, you don't trade Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just gauging interest, man. Like, I think that's just putting out the feelers. But I will say that's just the difference between Russ. Like, that timeline question is a real question. It's a real deal. So Russell Westbrook is, like, is going to win the MVP. Like, it it surprises me that it's, like... Giannis is 22. It surprises me that that both of you kind of considered the Russ thing, to be honest. I think that you have to. I think that you have to. And even if he signs this extension... If in a couple of years things are not going the way you think they're going to go, and he still has a couple of years left, I think you have to consider trading him. You're still at that 45 to 47 win. But you're talking about right now. You can't get We're talking, but you're talking about trading him like now. That's Jesse what Johnson. surprises me. It's like, <gasps> I think that. <laughs> sorry. Um. I think that you have to consider it. In in this situation, it's he says, "I'm not going to sign the extension." Then it's like, okay. You have to trade him. You have to. In the, in that situation, I get it. Yeah, you have. No, you you'd rather. I mean, I I get, but I also get like the other side of that too, where you'd rather ride or die with Russ as your main guy. Yeah, you're gonna see be. What, you're see consist- what you can do around Russ. Competing. Yeah, you've you've proved that you can beat some of the better teams. They beat the Cavs this year. They beat the Spurs this year. I mean, they beat almost everybody except for the Warriors. And so you ride, and that's I, I'm I'm with you. I don't think. Rasilla's been talking a lot about this. You don't just blow up teams because they're not a 60-win team. Yeah. You try to just improve, you know, incrementally to get there. So, anyway. Look, what the, so, look uh, what the Mavs did. They were, like, kind of contenders, kind of not. They'd go out in first rounds. And then all of a sudden. Dude, that was a total fluke year, though, man. Totally. But that is also, like, that is a very extreme way to run a team. Like, they, no one else runs a team like Cuban did. My point is that, like, there's not one way to get a title. Yeah. And there's not one way. You don't have to build with young players and then hope five years it's down valid. the road you're. That's the you Thunder know. model, though. People are coming to Dallas far more than they're coming to Oklahoma City. Yeah, and, but you but Dallas, I mean, you have Dirk and then now Thunder you have Russell Westbrook. And I'm not saying I want this run as Mark Cuban. I'm not. But I am saying like you're just so much closer to winning a title, which is the point of this whole thing. Right. If you have Russell Westbrook and can build around him in the next three to five years. And it's all about timing though. 
It's all about timing yeah. because that Mavs team, that Mavs team doesn't win the title very many years. No. Uh, even totally you, agree. you put that team, I mean it takes it took a very special year. It took the the Heat not being ready for the moment. Yeah. It took the Thunder being too young and it took the Lakers falling off a cliff and that's whenever they could capitalize. You are you telling me in the next 3 years that the Warriors are going to are going to do any of those things. But that's I what I'm saying. So. You don't you, you don't have know. no idea. You're right. That's valid. Kevin Durant's hurt a year. Clay Thompson does leave like who knows. Yeah. I don't I don't know. But but like I'm keep I'm keeping Russ. I'll just yeah. say I'll say that same I'm, way same I'm, thing. I'm keeping him, but if he doesn't sign the extension, you trade him immediately. And I don't know that you get this much for him. I don't know that you get Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Terry Rozier. Yeah, be hard. Plus, I'm going to first. I don't think you get all that, but I think you can probably get one or two of those guys in the number one pick. So I don't know. All right, last one. All right, do it. Um. Somebody's going to be Dennis Lindsay from the Utah Jazz. I'll do it. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. Daddy. Daddy Age. Hey. Hey. Just wanted to run something by you real quick. Okay. Uh, Terry Rozier and the number one pick in the draft. And we'll get back Rudy Gobert and Rodney Hood. No. Okay. (laughs) I think if I'm the Jazz, Gobert is as fundamental to this team as Gordon Hayward is. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. I mean, I just don't even – I don't even entertain traits for Gobert. What would you say? First-round pick in who? Terry Rozier? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Okay. I like your affirmations, guys. Franchise player? I mean, I think they think Rudy's a franchise player. Okay. Who? Who's franchise player? Markel. You have no idea I, if he's a franchise player. Well, Taylor would never draft – if he was a GM. I That's would draft, true. but I'm just never like, hey, trading. What can I trade you for? I'm like, I need no, a vet that I know can do nothing. I do feel like people talk about these number one guys like, well, he's going to be this. He's going to be this. You have you have literally no idea what he's going to be. You don't. That's absolutely you have, you have an idea. He can be really good in the NBA, but it's like, oh, you wouldn't trade Rudy Gobert for a franchise player? You have no, no, because I don't know he's a franchise it's not that player. I have, it's not that you have no idea. You do... Like, you know what Rudy Gobert is and can be at this point. He's still young, too. And Rodney Hood, even, you know? But and, his, like, you know if, if Gordon Hayward comes back, resigns with you, you'd rather have Gobert Gord- and Hood and Gordon. I thought you were going to make a trade for Gordon. You can. He's a I don't know. It's like, you know, you sign and trade or something. I don't know. We're just waiting for him to come to us. Yeah, that's true. All right, I have a game, and then we got to go. All right. Okay. All right, this is a game that we've played before a long time ago. You have to tell me which of these players is a WNBA player. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to tell you. Or a teacher? Former. No, not that one. (laughs) (laughs) These are players from like the 1950s in the NBA. So tell me one of them is a player from the 1950s and one of them is a current WNBA player. And you have to tell me which one is a WNBA player. All right, here we go. Okay. Okay. All right. Milo. Kamenich or Alex Bentley? Which one is the WNBA player? Alex Bentley. Yeah, I, yes, Alex Bentley. Alex Bentley is in the WNBA. All right, next one. Deb Smith or Jordan Hooper? <laughs> Jordan Hooper's in the WNBA. I was also going to say, I was thinking that. I'll go, I'll go Jordan Hooper, WNBA. Yep, she's in the WNBA. Keep your score. Keep hey, your score. so if you're playing at home, keep your score. <laughs> Okay, uh, Ify Ibukwe or Blackie Towery, which one? I mean, Ify has got to be an WNBA player. I disagree. I'll go the other way. Ify is the WNBA. There was a guy <laughs> named Blackie Towery. I mean, that, in the makes the most, that sounds that's like the most 1950s name I can imagine. That sounds like Blackie such Towery. a nightmare of a name to have in the 1950s. Are you guys keeping your own scores? Three. Keep them up. Yeah, Three. man. Uh, okay. I'm one ahead of Taylor, that's all I know. Sancho Little? Stop it. Or Gene Gillette? Which I'm going to say Gene w- Gillette's the old player. No, Sancho. I'm saying I'm saying Gene is the WNBA. Sancho's the WNBA. Sancho is the WNBA. Oh, tied game. 3-3. Three, three. Odyssey Sims? Oh, that's a fantastic. Or Easy Parham? Odyssey, Odyssey Sims WNBA. Odyssey's WNBA. Yeah, she is. Um, Gene Easy Ro- Parham is the most 1950s <laughs> name I've ever easy. heard. Easy, easy. Oh, that's a, that's easy Parham. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I was G- trying to. Do it'll one. get you anything you want. G- Gene Rock 
or Sidney Colson? Sidney Colson in WNBA. I disagree. Gene Rock's WNBA. Sidney Colson is WNBA. <laughs> Did you know that? Or do you know that? No, it just players? sounds more WNBA-ish. Okay. All right. Last one. Okay, you're up. I'm up one. one. This is to, this is to win it all. This counts for two. Which Ooh. one is WNBA player? Wilt Chamberlain or Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. <laughs> wow. You win. That is so sexist. I can't believe it. What's wrong if Kevin Durant was a woman? Sorry, all you ladies out there. Hey, you know what Kevin Durant really does for me, though? What? Is he really makes me miffed and peeved. Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. So Miffed and Peeved, as it is every week, is brought to you by Oklahoma Shirt Company. Ooh. If you are looking for custom anything, stickers, they do t-shirts, they do hats, they do embroidery, they do jerseys, whatever it is, this is your company to go to. Oklahoma Shirt Company also has a shirt of the month. Every single month for 10 bucks plus shipping and tax, you get a brand new Oklahoma-themed t-shirt. They also have a Texas Shirt of the Month Club. You want to know these people. They will take care of you. They will hook you up, and uh, they will do it quickly. If you need a shirt order tomorrow, they can put it in, and they'll get it going, and they'll try to get it to you as soon as they possibly can. Normally, tomorrow's maybe quick, yeah, maybe two days. They probably can't get you shirts tomorrow. Two days is probably pretty quick. So the other thing is that they can do a no minimums. And so if you only have one shirt that you need to get done, they can do it for you. They are in the business to take care of all of your marketing or advertising needs as far as shirts, hats, any of those things. And so get in contact with Oklahoma Shirt Company. You can find them online, uh, and they will take care of you. Andrew, you missed and peeved? Uh, I just want to take this time to apologize to everybody about our sound and our sound stuff because I'm super miffed about it, and I'm working on it. So if you're like, man, sound quality is really... Really sucking right now. I'm like, yep, mm. I agree. It is. So I'm working on it. It's going to get better. Just hang with me for a little bit. Mm. It's going to get better. But I've been so miffed about it. Yeah, like I almost didn't release the pod hey, on Wednesday. There's been a couple people on Twitter that seem pretty miffed about it too. <laughs> the thing is that everybody's been very kind to me about it. They're just like wanting to like point it out to me to make sure that I know. Yeah. And then afterwards, they say nice things. So everybody's yeah. been great. About it, but I'm super miffed about it. Mm. So I'm miffed. Yeah. Yesterday I had just one, just one of those days. I'm at work. I have to drive to Ace Hardware. It's probably a mile. It's a mile away from my work. Yeah. Now what I have to drive through is the train tracks. So the trains in Oklahoma, the worst. If you get stuck at it, it's not just like oh the the thing comes down, the train goes, you go. It's a it's five to ten solid minutes of waiting, depending on how fast the train is going, how long it is. Okay, I hit the train on the way to Ace. When I get to the front of the line, another train comes. Get stuck twice. Get to Ace Hardware. I was uh, looking for a light bulb, and this lady goes, oh, hey, can you help me find a light bulb? I'm trying to do this. I was like, ah, yeah, I think I can help you. Uh, And I'm trying to help her, and she's asking questions, and I say, I'm sorry. Like, I I can't help you. Walk away. Go do my my thing. (laughs) Later, I hear her. I'm in the aisle next to it. Later, I hear her go, you have one employee that is very rude. I asked him to help me find light bulbs, and he didn't know and just said, I don't know, and walk away. She was talking about me. What were you wearing? Normal crap. His Ace Hardware shirt? Not not red. <laughs> like, not red, nothing. It was really weird. Yeah. And, uh, and so then the lady was like, hey, guys, if people – like, the lady was the manager that she told – and the manager gets on her walkie-talkie. He's like, "Hey guys, if a customer asks you a question, don't just say I don't know and walk away, okay?" So I had to go to her later and be like, "Hey, that was me. That lady thought I worked for you, and it was a big deal. Whatever." That's great. Then the power goes out. Then I have to wait in line ten more minutes for the computers to come back up. Then I'm going back to work. Train. Hit the train again. <laughs> I did. I hit the train again. Okay, it takes two minutes to get to Ace and then to get back to my work. It was 45 minutes long that this took. That's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Miffed. Super miffed. I had a surprise party for my wife on Monday. Mm-hmm. She turned 30. We had the same birthday, so it was also a party for me, kind of, but not really. But my wife was poking holes in my story throughout the afternoon. Ooh. I was actively avoiding her. You're like, please stop asking questions. Yeah, she was like, I why do you... I was like, she was like, why are we going to dinner at 7? We never eat dinner at 7. <laughs> I'm like, We're normally getting ready for bed at 7. Right. I'm like, that's uh, just the... It's a good good time for us to be <laughs> together. Uh, she's like, that is, what are you... She's like, why do you want to go to that restaurant? I'm like, I'm 
I heard it's good. I've heard it's good. She's like, well, I can get us a reservation at five if you want, and then we can go. And we can then we can still put our kids to bed. She's like, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. No, don't do that. You can't. You no, don't use reason. Don't use logic. <laughs> Just let me let me take care of like you. The latest you've eaten in five years. <laughs> it's like let me take care of you today. <laughs> and it's just like let me serve you, wife. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, thanks for listening to our podcast. I forgot it's to do the fun. intro music. Here it comes. Thanks for listening to our. Oh, come on, outro music. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Ooh. <laughs>